It's Tom. It's Jake. You already know. It's pretty spot on. All right, ready? All right, we're back for another episode. What's today about? Oh, we're just going to jump right in. <laughs> Not like, how have you been? What have you been up to? No, but for real, the this episode, I, I think we've been kind of riffing on it for a minute. Um, naturally, like in filmmaking, you have your highs and you have your lows. Yes. And I feel like more often than not, you kind of hear about people's highs, right? It's someone sharing some cool vibey frames, a Vimeo staff pick. Oh, got into a film festival. You hear about all these great things, which is awesome, right? And that's kind of funny enough, like side note on a podcast I created where it like focuses yeah. on these crazy stories. And I want to do our version where it's not like the worst day ever. Cause I think actually just, you and I have shared it. Just, just crazy set and stories. And like reminisce on like just crazy set stories. Yeah. Cause we got a bunch, I mean, Dude, we've done how many videos together, how many sets we've been on together and, you know, not together. So I know you have some crazy set stories yeah. uh, that are not sets we've been on together and, and same with me. And then we have some that we've been together on that coming up. And do we have any recently too? I don't I even think know. you and I have leveled up to a point now where like we've kind of legitimized ourselves or like put ourselves in situations now where like we're not Can't in really. scrappy situations where bad things happen right but definitely on our come up uh i have you got one i, I just I just yeah i just thought of one i, dude, I wonder because i have a bunch written down i wonder if it's the same one no so. absolutely not because okay. this was super early on like i know as we start like bro stories are going to start flooding dude, so back. here's the thing i flew in today for anyone watching or listening and on the airplane i like wrote down two or three and then like it's something in my brain like opened up all these repressed memories where it's like <laughs> Oh dang, that happened. So we're gonna we're gonna have to like bang through. I think these, it's because I feel like we I could go hear your story and I right. might riff on it, but like I have so many, and I think the the episode will be fun if it's not just us riffing on two stories, but like just almost speed round. All on right, like, speed round. So, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna right. go first, and then you just gotta top me. Okay. So like I'll tell a story. Okay, okay. Like, all right, cool. That was great. I got one for you. Um, all right. So early on. T2I days. I was shooting local music videos for like 200 bucks and I was shooting that. I'm not going to name names. I was shooting a music video for this one guy and we rolled up to this like abandoned location that he had found and really wanted to shoot at because he thought it was like perfect for his video and we had to trespass. There were signs posted everywhere. Do not trespass. But it was like, yeah, it was pretty empty and desolate. And we were like, F it. Like, let's go shoot. It was just a scrappy run and gun coming up. To total story yeah, i've been there and we go and we're shooting this video we pretty much get all of it done and then all of a sudden woo 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 cop car pulls up and mind you we're kind of in the middle of nowhere we're not like in a city and yeah so the cop pulls up and literally the it was a girl cop she gets out of the car and she goes who's in charge and it mind you it's the artist and probably like six of his friends homies all around him they all just in unison take their fingers and just point at me and they just all turn point he is in unison no hesitation Did you get arrested and the cop dude low close like the cop pulled me aside it was just like you know there's look did you see this sign right here like and it clearly says yeah. like no trespassing da, da, da. and i was like oh no like da, it, it, luckily we were able to like 
kind of skate by and they were just like leave now or we will arrest you Damn. and so we just immediately left but right away i mean early on i mean that had to have been within the one of the first 10 videos i shot yeah um cops almost arrested Do you remember when we broke into that mall with Derek lou or la mm -hmm. and like his macbook got stolen from like this random person in the warehouse oh that's right we like snuck off into some corner this is kind of a sidebar but also on the same tangent of breaking into a location and the homie's like macbook got stolen out of his backpack and he was so bummed by some like some random some dude person who was, who was also, also living in this abandoned mall yeah but living anyways hawthorne mall shout out it's yeah. a pretty cool location yeah but um dude love that i think to <laughs> no i i can relate there's been so many like yo hop this fence it'll be quick right um i got one for you all right so let me just say two words dizzy right state of mind tour that might have actually oh, been six words yeah there's many many things in this uh <laughs> catalog of days that were crazy first off was something i did by mistake was we pull up day one so basically kind of a little refresher jake was brought on to shoot the dizzy right state of mind mark with, battles dizzy right yeah. state of mind tour and they're like hey we got this van i think you guys started up like in portland or ventura or somewhere north and like drove all the way like through the country and did a bunch of shows and then you got hit up saying like hey i got hit up to do this like nick carter backstreet boy nick mm -hmm. at night thing can i fly you out We'll do a couple of days together and then we'll dip and go do this yeah. Backstreet Boy. And I was like, oh yeah, this is crazy. This is like right in our come up yeah. 2014, I think. And when I flew in, we did like one show together. Like, yeah. you know, and we're shooting. I think we're in the green room. And I had like left your FS700 batteries charging in the green room. And then we like went on to do the next day and like we couldn't find your charger. And I remember like when we flew to New York to have to, you don't even remember no, this. No, I don't. Yeah. It was kind of a situation because we went to New York and I remember I had like, hey, I know we're shooting this like Nick Carter video, but like I was going to cover you on the second half of that State of Mind tour and I had to like go to the B&H photo store and buy batteries. For the I, camera to finish yeah, the tour. Yeah. So that's a small wow. detail. But also on that show, we were in this van. I remember the guy driving the van was like their manager or merch guy. Total stoner deadbeat of a human. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening. But like, dude, I remember we all like, we, the show wrapped at 2 a.m. He's like, we gotta if we got to make the next venue, we got to drive all through the night. And I'm just in the back jostling around. <laughs> and I remember it's like sunrise and the van is just like off the side of the road and like partially in a cornfield. And the guy had just fallen asleep <laughs> at the wheel. What? And like, I don't think, I was like the first one who woke <laughs> up. He just had dozed off and the, like his foot let off the gas and he just slowly rolled off the road. <laughs> you never told me this story. I'm, I'm dead ass. <laughs> and then we we're like, yo, you can't be driving if you're tired. And like they had to switch the drivers when we made it to the city. But like, just like crazy things like that. And Dude. I feel like people can relate because there's a lot of people probably who listen to this. Where, like, oh my God. Tour videographers or anyway. So yeah. state of mind tour. I don't, you, I don't think you ever told me that. No, but yeah. I remember that was that was Dude, like I'm saying, these were all repressed, bro. Yeah. Up until about an hour ago, like my brain's like, yo, moving on. This is useless okay. information. Since we're still on the kind of come up, kind of grind right. mode here, story time. Um, I've told this story before on a podcast, um, but basically this music video I was doing, this is when I was solo dolo. Before I had met you, mm -hmm. before I moved to LA and I was shooting still on like a 5D Mark II and Huey, pop, lock and drop it, RIP, um, he flew me out to St. Louis and no joke, you've heard this story before, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. 
No, but sure. So, I think everyone, it's a good So one. I pull up to the airport. He picks me up and he was just like, he took me back to like this apartment complex where we're like just kind of sitting around waiting. And I was just like starving. There was like no food, no water. And I'm like sitting there for an hour. And he's like, oh, we, we just got to wait for the other, the featured artist on the song to get out of this halfway house. And I was just like, uh-huh. Like, and I'm, I kind of didn't even really know what a halfway house was, but I knew it wasn't like good. So I like was sitting there Googling, <laughs> Googling what a halfway house was. And I was like, oh shit. And yeah. so time passes, time passes. We're still not shooting. Then we go to this like neighborhood to kill some time, go to this house and no joke. I, I swear on everything. We walk in this house and it's in the hood. And as soon as we walk in, I just see two dudes like cutting up drugs on the table. And I'm just like, with my camera gear, like a 19 year old, fresh faced, baby faced oh, yeah. kid, like with all this gear, like, oh my gosh, what is happening right now? So I sit on that couch. We wait for a while, still waiting for this guy. And then I was like, where are we shooting? He's like, oh, we're going to go shoot at this local jail. And I was like, what? Like, so then finally, we meet the artist there, go shoot at this jail. We do that scene. And then later that evening was the pool party scene. We pull up to this pool party scene packed in the hood i'm maybe one of out of a hundred people one of two white people there and like i just i'm so out of my element like and it's just a just a very crazy crazy party everyone's drinking smoking whatever and we wrap that scene and huey mind you was also smoking drinking doing everything and he was just like yeah man we got to shoot this one last scene it's this club strip club scene at like famous one, last words yeah. one more scene <laughs> one <man>. more scene <laughs> it's just one more scene we got to sh- at like 2 3 a.m we go into the strip club to shoot this scene and i'm just like it's like i don't know 8 p.m i'm like well i'm not gonna sit around here for the next five hours i was like take me back to my motel and he's like oh yeah i got you and i'm just sitting thinking in my head like dude this guy is drunk he's high and now we got to drive like 30 minutes back to my hotel with him and so we i'm going with him we get in the car i sit right in the passenger seat he sits in the driver's seat and as i sit down just and close my door like not three four seconds later boom 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 like right on my window and like i look over the door opens up guy reaches like across my lap opens the glove box pulls out a gun throws a clip in it it's just like don't want y'all riding dirty and then just like scurries off and closes the door and i'm just sitting there and huey like nothing happened he's just like like didn't even acknowledge yeah. it. it was just like let's go and like drives me back and i was like i'm done i'm yeah. not i'm leaving i'm done i've never <laughs> felt so uncomfortable unsafe so i'm driving with him back to the hotel i literally as soon as i get to the hotel like close the blinds lock the door and like i book a flight i take a cab to the airport and i turned off my phone so he couldn't like call me i was like because i knew he was gonna be just pissed like <laughs> i just completely ghosted him i felt terrible but i was like yo i yeah, i you're never in a situation that you just didn't i feel. never felt so uncomfortable and he was so pissed he sent me an email i was like look we have enough footage to make a dope video you don't owe me that any scene probably would look like yeah cheeks. you don't <laughs> yeah i didn't have any no lighting. lighting right no lighting it was yeah. just me and my little camera and so yeah i just uh yeah, it was just like you don't owe me any more money. Here's a here's the edit of everything we shot. Boom, like and yeah, yeah rap videos. I had a conversation with a friend recently. I feel like rap videos or just like music videos in general are like kind of like going to the gym. Like 
I don't know. Not everyone wants to do it, but like it, it kind of just like kicks your ass in yeah. a weird way where like it's kind of a necessary evil because you do grow and you learn a lot, but like it really kicks your ass, yeah. you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, my next one is on top of that. I don't know if it's uh, like crazier or I think it's on par, but very similar to you coming up, you know, going to film school, trying to like make some money on the weekends. And if I wasn't shooting with you, I was shooting with this other director who will be nameless. remain nameless. <laughs> but it was a rap video. We were in South Central shooting for this artist. And I later found out, I didn't really think much of it. This artist was affiliated with one gang and there's obviously a rival gang. And we were shooting the locations that the call she had us at were in the rival gangs like neighborhood. So there's already some sort of inner workings there that I didn't quite understand, but later in the day, it'll reveal itself. <laughs> um, let me just sort of set the stage. We had a focus puller that was using a Bartek fall focus. For those who don't really know what that is, it's like pre-nucleus, pre where yeah. everything auto calibrates. This thing's like an RC car motor fall focus. It's like really kind of jank in my opinion. And it has a toggle on it that says reverse and normal. So if it's reverse, when you pull the focus, it's going to pull it the opposite way. She was a little on the greener side. The whole day, I didn't know anything about follow focuses. Was it was in reverse. So the whole day, I'm like, why are all these shots like out of focus? <laughs> and I later found out that she'd just been pulling the wrong way. So as the steady cam's pushing in, it would just get more and more out of focus. I'm like, wow, what is going on? So we had to like shoot the whole day at like F16 because we were thinking like, she's struggling. Like, let's help her out. Turns out the follow focus was just absolutely inverted. So there's wow. that element. One of the last shots of the day we're shooting. And I remember we have kind of like our fixer, someone who kind of knows the neighbor, like, yo, you better wrap it up. Sunset, like, you guys got to get out of here. Mm. And I kid you not, last shot of the day, we're shooting a little scene on like the front lawn, some exchange, some narrative scene. This like giant car, suburban, big wheels, just mounts the curb. I don't even know if the tire of that car like popped. It just didn't even like, just didn't even slowly pull in. It just literally like Bam. mounted the curb. Like two people came up, guns were raised and the director just looked at me and said, grab the camera and run. <laughs> and I'm like, just holding my red. I'm like thinking to myself, like everything at this moment, I'm just thinking if this was a movie, this would be like 120 frames. And like, you know, like, I don't know, like angelic music would be playing. And I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? But like, it was definitely one of those moments where like driving home, like got my check on the day, 500 bucks. I'm like, was all that like worth it? Like I definitely had like a coming yeah. to Jesus moment. I'm like, what am I doing? What's that song that's like, yeah, that's like in some Lord of the Rings, like, I don't know, maybe. It's like that like angelic, no, I don't know. I just picture that song and just poof. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> no gunfire was yeah. shot. And yeah. I do say this kind of in a, a period where obviously some horrible thing happened on set with guns. Like, obviously, this is me not even knowing anything about set safety. Right. Didn't know that this would be a scenario. Like, these weren't even prop guns. These were literally just auxiliary gang members who pulled up on yeah, a shoot. That's crazy. But yeah, anyone listening, obviously, like, guns are extremely dangerous and shouldn't be on set. But yeah, that yeah. was a situation where I was like completely out of my element. And I had like I had brought all my friends from Chapman on. So like I'm going to class on Monday. My friends look at me like, yo, what the fuck did you just bring me on? I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But that was pretty, I feel like we both had like a rap video gone wrong. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's like a pretty, that one's a little more intense than mine. Yeah. But. No, it was just like they, yeah. I mean, it ended up, we were, we were all fine. We yeah, just yeah. had to like leave immediately. And like, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, going back to, I got another one for you. Then I, you were on this one. Yeah. I know you remember this. We laughed about it for so long. Uh, speaking of Mark battles and oh. videos with him. Yeah. Do you remember the video we did with him and Wale? Mm. 
I and, actually uh, did not write this one down. That's a good story. So we were shooting. <laughs> we were shooting uh, a video. And Funny those, enough, at our building that we a location we just let go was yeah. in, it was in that same exact building. Yeah, same exact building. Unrelated, but years ago we were shooting this video from Mark Battles, Derek Liu, and Wale, and I think there was some award thing that night. VMAs, that VMA or, something, and, and Wale was there, and he showed up to set, and he was a little. Um, yeah, a little wobbly. Like I think he had some stuff to drink at you know the event or and whatever. Mind you, he, it was very late. What he? Yeah, it was very late. Like um, he had showed up like several hours. Yeah. after we needed him. And so we were like shooting, and I'm trying to give him direction, and I just feel like it's kind of going in one ear and out the other. Like I'm talking to a brick wall, and we shoot a couple scenes, um, and he like gets up and he walks out of the room, and he goes next door, and all of a sudden we hear these like noises and. And we, you know, come to find out he had like puked spaghetti all over the, the wooden nickel gear, the wooden nickel gear. And the because we had a room next door yeah. that was like our gear room yeah. store, like the, where we were like uh, staging, no, the staging stuff were covered in like the stingers were <laughs> covered in Wale spaghetti vomit. And that, so was that was rough, dude. That was a crazy. And he didn't like night. know any of his lyrics. Sometimes as like a featured artist, especially if it's like a small duo or rapper yeah. and they got a huge feature yeah usually the guy coming on that do the feature wrote the feature in 10 minutes and like did not remember yeah. it and i kid you not i remember you're like yo like we just got to shoot 48 and have him just like vibe out because he just did not know any of his lyrics i yeah that video came out eventually right yeah the video came out it's actually a clean little video no we set um, up like a little yeah i was just trying dolly. to find out so if you guys want to watch it i pulled it up here i don't know if it's it, just did you want to throw it on here i could let me just yeah, it's Mark Battles, Wale, Got a Feeling. I'm going to mute this really quick. That was crazy, man. But yeah, I mean, that was... <laughs> well, that was also like kind of, I think, one of the bigger artists. I know we had yeah. probably had already done like a few bigger videos, but like I remember when you're like, yo, Wale, like we were like both stoked, you know? Like, yeah. Um, Anyways, I can't pull it up right now. Yeah, I think people up, can yeah, look it up. If you want to go look it up, Mark Battles uh, got a feeling. It was a cool little video we did on. Oh, that was the other crazy part about it. It was it was 24 hours. I don't know if you remember this. It was 24 hours before because Mark hit me. He's like, yo, I got a song with Wale. He's coming into town for the VMAs oh. or BET, whatever. Can you make this? Can we get a video done tomorrow night? And this was the day before. So less than 24 oh, hours. I remember you and I were running to Wood Nickel with a U-Haul. Everything. Like, like yeah. And so we like produced and made this whole video in under 24 hours. We had to go get the 360 dolly track. Yeah. We did that lighting gag where the light went into like the pool with the mirror. That was cool. Remember? And then it like shines up on the wall. And yeah. yeah so, we were in our bag. Yeah, for sure. But anyways. <laughs> oh, man. That was a so wild night. I have one. All right. Um. Do you know, I think we, I mentioned it. This guy actually eventually like popped off. His name's like J.P. Sachs. Yeah. Oh, So New it was York. this artist named Jinx and J.P. Sachs. I think J.P. Sachs, I think that's his name, yeah. was the feature artist. And now, obviously, if you look him up, he's massive, right? That video never came out, though. The one no, I know. I'm going to see if you're just right, but keep going. Um, long story short, we're in New York, I think, doing a series of videos, one for OCD, Motion Twist. And yep. then we're like, hey, stick around an extra day. Another artist wants to shoot a video. So we're running and gunning around New York. And I think it's worth mentioning is I'm shooting on my red Epic. And at the time, I didn't have it fully kitted out. I had two memory cards. And mind you, when you're shooting like 5K red raw, you think, oh, cool. Like they probably are massive memory cards. Wrong. They're like 64 gigabyte. Max. Yeah, yeah. So like whenever you're like, yo, let's shoot 60. Like internally, I'm like, 
what? Like, because <laughs> that made the mag only last like six minutes. Right. So like what ended up kind of happening on these little running gun shoots, I'd bring my MacBook, put yeah. in my Think Tank, and you do a lot of operating or handheld stuff because you kind of knew what you were doing, right. you were editing. And I would kind of be on my MacBook, like kind of DITing. Right. And I remember near the end of the day, and that, that worked. We found a rhythm with that. We're in like Times Square shooting this like really cool performance oh, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm DITing a mag because you're literally like burning through them so fast. I'm like, like <laughs> in the, the middle the of Times Square, middle of Times Square. And people are looking around like, cause people think, Oh, is that a celebrity? Well, what was crazy? I don't know if you remember oh, the circle. everyone, everyone ended up circling around oh, and I'm so unaware. I was just in the zone no, filming yeah. and all of a sudden I just noticed like the entire, yeah. Uh, uh, what's it called? Square, Times Square. Because well, people literally from all over the world are like, oh, is us. this Justin? Like, they have no idea who it yeah, was. Yeah, so, so it was like a giant circle. We're just in the middle at night, Times Square. It was cool. It was, cool. was kind of surreal. But, but uh, <laughs> either before or after, I think you're shooting that, burning through this other memory card. Mind you, I have two, so I'm downloading one just to give it to you yeah, shooting yeah. and it starts raining and my like macbook pro is on my think tank and the card has a few minutes left and it starts pouring <laughs> and i remember, I remember just like grabbing my think tank and, and like looking it. and seeing like an h&m across the street so i'm like running through times square with my like laptop and the little download bar is still going and i'm like I, it was like i remember I'm like, well i'm gonna look back on this and laugh and i, I can laugh now <laughs> no i remember that that dude yeah we had some crazy running gun times in new york like that yeah no yeah. we did a lot with like motion uh, twist yeah Definitely. Um, but yeah, JP Sachs, it is right here. And that, what's that, that guy? I, I think he's changed his name, but it was like D Pride. Yeah. He's, Pride. So, he's got a different name. I now, think it's just Pride now. Okay. Or, or Russell. 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 Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was yeah, crazy. That was a wild shoot. And whoa, actually, that brings me to the next one. Speaking of memory cards, I don't know if you know what I'm about to bring. I wonder if <laughs> bring. we don't mention the name. That's fine. We don't I'm have to sure. mention the name. But um, I. I I think you would laugh, but dude, I, I don't know. How, how so, do you want to set this up? You were DPing this one, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. Sam. So Sam was directing. I was DPing. Um, uh, you, I, you I think you're like, hey, man, this. like, can I, can you hold this like ice light? You had just gotten this like weird little like, yeah, yeah. I was like, can you just like gaff it or like help me move lights? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm DPing it was like this a, video for Sam. So like, all right, cool. Like, sure, whatever. So we were shooting this video, this music video, and we shot the first half of the day at this house. We spent the whole day or half the day shooting there. We moved to the studio location. And as we're moving on to the second half of the day and we're, we're starting to shoot the next part, the cards from the first part of the day need to be offloaded. Yeah. And so- We're I, at like a white psych studio. Yeah. And like so a side room. I asked, you know, I don't know if it was me or Sam, but asked this guy um, who shall rename nameless uh, to download the footage. He was new to like sets and set life. And I think he was he actually was, one of your mentorees. Yeah, he was one of the mentorees uh, in my mentoree group. And but he had gone onto a couple sets, but he was on the set helping out and he was going to do DIT. Well, back then, I don't know how many years ago this was, but like the card readers. It's not the same now. Now you just plug the card reader into the thing. Oh, yeah. And, and the, the reader actually gets power by just being plugged in. Right. But one of the OG readers from like the Red Epic days had like this very small eight volt little power cable thing. Had and it wouldn't even it. like the Mac, it wouldn't even show up. The car wouldn't even mount unless, with, unless it had power. Yeah. So you had to put power to the reader in order. So you had to get power and then you had to have the, you know, adapter to go in and, and into the computer. And, um, <laughs> He just had never done DIT before with red cards. And all of a sudden, um, well, I, he actually kind of recently explained the story. Do you want to just carry I feel it from like there? just so, because, okay. yeah. 
I think he had actually DIT'd for Will Roos, one of our good friends, yeah. semi-recently prior to this shoot. And his reader was just like ours, needed a little cable to be plugged in. Right. And I think we were in like kind of a jank white psych studio that we had found for pretty cheap that had like really jank off-market like LED one-by-one one light panels. Right. And we yeah. were DITing in, in the that equipment room. room. Yeah. So all these light panels are on these like little jank photo stands and there's a table much like this and he's downloading and he like sees that it needs a power cable and we're in a room with a bunch of these little th everything's power on the ground and things. And maybe maybe that thing was even on the table i wasn't quite there but like it looked identical to the power the light for the reader the, the power cable for the lights in the room looked identical to the reader it was plugged into the reader it fried the reader <laughs> and like the i think the card literally just like card went up in smoke it literally was smoking and it smelled terrible. The tricky thing is awful. this was something too where you had shot the whole day. On one card. One card. Yeah. That's what's tricky about these like 512 gigabyte card, one terabyte card. Like it's cool in thought, but like this is case in point where like had we had what my old school way, right? 64, 60, and just like yeah, done yeah. like 12 mags of just 64 gigs versus like one 512. But yeah, we lost that entire first part of the day. We had to act like nothing was wrong, shoot the rest of the day. What's crazy is you had to like pull Sam aside yeah. at lunch, knowing, and like this, the crazy thing is the artist was like a family, bro. Yeah. So like, how do you like tell the family, like, yo, all your footage is gone? Yeah. So I had to pull Sam aside and be like, I, I remember this. I was like, yo, Sam, um, so all the footage from the first part of the day, it's gone. Did you think he, and did it, he think you were punking him? I, I don't know. He was just like, you know, Sam, he's just like, you serious? Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, yeah, bro, it's gone. Um, this, this guy fried the card and it, uh, it went up in smoke. What's crazy, bro, is, is that card looked like you left a piece of toast in the toaster. Yeah, it was black. It, it was, was just charred. Yeah. And so he had to go on. He was just like, he did the classic Tom, just, just like, okay, all right, all right. Well, well, so he finished out the rest of the day we shot. And then he had to like pull. Sam was a trooper though. Yeah. Because he, he was like, all right, second half. Like, how do you like put that oh, behind you? You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be devastated. So he's a trooper for that. And yeah, he shot the rest of the day. Um, and then at the end told the you know family like, hey, we lost due to card malfunction. We played it off like it wasn't user error. Uh, due to card malfunction, like we lost the first part of the day. We have to redo it all. Yeah. So we literally had to like, I don't know if we did it the next day or someday yeah. during that week, but we had to redo everything we had already shot, which is just awful. Like when you have shot something, you've worked on it, yeah, yeah. and then you got to go back and just try and recate it Dude, and do it all over again. I'm triggered. Um, that brings me back to having to redo that Jonas video. Oh, yeah. So That's me and Jake are kind of have shared an extended version of some of these stories yeah. on a podcast I have called Worst Day Ever. But yeah. I think it is worth mentioning and giving like everyone a Spark Notes version. Yeah, you can do is that. like this is one of the first like semi bigger budget videos i think it's actually still prior maybe just after jesse where like we'd been doing like 500 to 5k i think this Jonas one was maybe like five to ten there's a little bit more cushion budget to like yeah. some cool lenses and i had the red scarlet which did not do anamorphic but, but i like, had been seeing all you this thought. footage on vimeo and like all these cinematographers i was getting inspired by shooting on anamorphic mind you they're using the bigger brother camera of the, the red epic that had anamorphic mode but like i found like a film riot tutorial that's like oh don't worry you have this scarlet you just have to de-squeeze your footage in premiere and you just shoot it all jank in camera but you can de-squeeze it later i was like yo jake sold him on the idea i showed him this <laughs> ryan conley tutorial and literally like rented these lenses they're like almost ate up most of the budget i think they're yeah. like one to two k yeah 
I remember I that. mounted it on the camera. And mind you, I knew it was going to look jank in camera because I was like, oh, well, the tutorial is going to like de-jank it later. You should have to de-squeeze it in yeah. Premiere. Well, you had to mount the lens the right way. And I put the lens on the incorrect way and I like squeezed everything to where it was like irreparable. And we shot the whole day. The artist looking at the monitor. I'm like, oh, don't worry. We're going to fix it in post. I know this tutorial. I felt like a G. I was like, yo, I, I got this. And like, I remember like we were downloading the cards that night and I was just like, oh, I like did the tutorial. I'm like, oh, this isn't adding up. And it was like all messed up. And yeah, and then you had to tell me and then I had to tell the artist. I And I think we just, we just played it off like, it. yo, like, you know, I think he was cool about it. It was definitely yeah. a running gun video. It wasn't like a yeah. huge, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, it was, that was a rough one. Well, speaking of going into big videos, I think it's worth noting set wise. I mean, the set experience wasn't bad, but I guess the post set experience of this one where the entire crew didn't get a dollar would be an interesting story. Is this a last call for love? <laughs> this is the last call for love, baby. Yeah. Wow. Last call. Uh, it was kind of one of our, this was right well, it's crazy. on the this heels the producer of the from that Jesse McCartney video. Yeah. So we did the Jesse McCartney video. Everything great. Went well. Yeah. Uh, people got paid. And <laughs> then this one was like shortly after. And we do this video for Tracy Braxton. And they were shooting a TV show. So we were on TV. They had their own reality show. Keep uh, Not keeping up with the Braxton. She's Braxton Family Values. Yeah. And uh, we were on TV. We were mic'd. I remember I was mic'd. And they were like filming us. And they had cameras everywhere. So it was like really cool and fun. Great day went well for the most part outside of waiting for hair and makeup for like three, oh, four yeah. hours and we lost so many shots. Well, weird wrinkle to that day, the artist's family had lost their oh, dad. Yeah. Yeah. So like midway through the day, they're like, yo, I think we're going to like stop. Like her dad's in yeah. the hospital. That's right. And then like, I think she like started overheating. So they had to buy a bunch of air conditioners for her. That's right. It was like definitely a lot of weird. I'm not laughing was, at the family situation. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I was laughing at the fact that they like spent all this money buying these portable air conditioners because like she started i don't know she just was weren't they asking people hey do you want to take this home with you like had i you, known i wasn't going to be paid i've been like yo i will take that air conditioner <laughs> for my rate no i just remember there being like an absurd amount of portable acs like, i think Whoa. i remember people then the producers and people being like hey like if you want this air conditioner take it with you uh, maybe the house that's kind of a, an off uh tangent but that day was kind of well dude it's worth mentioning that we were also being filmed filming that video yeah yeah. That was also kind of that, yeah. that was kind of cool, but also like bizarre element to the story. It was a weird, wild day. Yeah. The video turned out great, cool. um, but, but yeah. on the backside, nobody got paid, bro. This was crazy. Nobody got paid, and I just remember the like other producer on that was hitting me up about the producer and was like, "Yeah, he just skipped town and is not paying took anyone. all the money. Took all the money, ran, skipped town, and she was like trying to talk to me to like." What did I know about the? Th I was like, I don't know. And like, like, I don't. Meanwhile, have the money. all the crew, like a lot of these other videos, are like my friends from school that I've been like fostering these connections with. And I'm like, hey, come gaff this video. Hey, come AC. So like, all my like homies are like, I'm like trying to like, yo, let's eat. Let's have everyone come yeah. on this project. And you know, 30 days goes by. Hey, Tom, like, have you heard? And like, I literally have to be like, yo, like, I think I ended up having to pay Cooper out of my own pocket because like, he was just like, dude, this is super trash. Some of my other friends were like, eh, 250, whatever. But like, right. I mean, he was doing steady and I think his rate was probably like a K. And he's yeah, like, yeah, this is like a big chunk of well, money. You know? Dude, I remember getting so pissed at one point. Like, 
I was ready to just book a flight to go to DC to show up to his office yeah. and be like, like a tax collector like, or something. Yeah, and like f- fucking fight him or something. Cause yeah. like it was, that it was, was crazy. crazy. Yeah. No, that's like the running joke, like last call for getting paid. Yeah. You know? Last call for getting paid. So I think the so. song's called Last Call. Yeah. Yeah. Circling so. back to losing slash reshooting footage, I have a story. And I think you were the editor on this project. It was the uh, Armin Van Buren video. Mm, yep. Yep. Great crew. Um, had a great time. Uh, I think JJ was producing, uh, was working with Matt, you know, everything from across the board crew is great. And this is probably an issue that I had. It was, if if you were to look at this from a top down, it was probably my fault. We were shooting two four Oh, if you don't know, that's like widescreen. And we were using a monitor that didn't like output the two four Oh to the monitor. So it was like the classic, like, Oh, just gaff tape the monitor and like add the black bar. So like when we're looking at the monitor, even though the red camera is capturing the whole sensor, we're at least viewing and framing as if it was widescreen, right? Right. So we taped off the top. And mind you, I mentioned this because the top part of the screen is where it shows like how much memory card is left, all oh, the settings, right? Oh my gosh. So, I already see this. I already and see this. We're shooting a scene and back to this jank bar tech follow focus. This is pre-nucleus, pre-all this advent technology. We're using this like thing that's from the 90s. It's like an RC car motor follow focus. The same one that like was inverted and was out of focus. So I've, I've had bad lucks with these follow focuses. But um, long story short, there's a little switch, much like the reverse button. These are all just like kill switches, apparently. There's a switch that uh, basically is called run stop. You flick it. And if it's on steady cam or on a crane, you flick it and it'll just roll the camera. And we had it all hooked up. Mind you, I guess it wasn't hooked up quite right because mind you he was flicking the switch but it wasn't rolling the camera and mind you the monitors are all taped oh off my gosh, so, so i don't see, see the red light not. not being on normally i'd be like oh yeah it's not recording i don't see the red dot well the gaff tape was covering the top and bottom of the monitor dude so we shot like a whole scene like probably three or four hours the artist is in a bathtub he's getting wet it's a day interior and mind you at lunch like I'm downloading, I'm like, yeah, where's this whole scene? Not like, where's this one clip? I'm like, where's this entire scene? And it was awkward. I mean, the director is really cool about it. He's like, yo, that really sucks. But like, we're just gonna have to like go overtime and day for night it. And you're gonna have to like relight that for with HMIs. Like it, it looks so good. The sun was coming in with haze and like, it was rough, dude. And like the artist like, wait, why do I have to get back in this bathtub? Yeah. And I was like, you know, and like, mind you, I, it probably was the AC's fault, but like me is like the DP should have been like, yo, like checking that. But yeah, b- big L for sure. You know? Dang. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's kind of similar to the the story of losing a memory card in a way, but yeah. not, not as bad, but that's, that's funny. Still that's good. That's like the, your, that sinking feeling. That, I, mean, I mean, I don't wish that upon my worst enemy. Cause like when you just like, know, like, oh fuck. Yeah. Well, even to the point there's been, I, I'm sure everyone else can relate where you literally thought you were filming a scene or you did a take on a music video or whatever it is and you forgot to press record or you were already recording yeah. and then you pressed it and now you stopped recording and then you shoot this whole thing Dude, and you're just like that triggers another story does it <laughs> yeah. what you got so i'm working with the same director um who brought me onto that one where all the gang members showed up. Yeah, the yeah. thing I would have learned about last my like, yo, not like change his <laughs> name done. to do not pick up, right? <laughs> but mind you, as you're coming up, sometimes you just gotta eat and you take these jobs right. just for a rate. And it was one of those. And we're on a video and this director loves to operate. And this is actually before I even explored operating. I was very much a DP, but he was like, you know what? I like, I, I'm going to be editing. And you, me and you, like, you like to operate too, some of the handheld yeah, stuff. So yeah. I was like very used to directors like, yep, yeah, here's the camera. And I distinctly told him, I was like, it's like very like, you know, smallly built, 
red camera and I didn't have that run stop feature. I was like, hey, like if you want to operate, just hit the red button. It was a red camera and it'll record, you know, like obviously saying like, don't forget to hit it. He's like, hey, I know how to use a camera, like kind of like dismissing me. And he does a take and he's like, that's the one brings the artist over. He's hyped. Like he thinks he got like, this monster oh shot gosh. and he's like, cue it up. And he cues it up and it was the shot that I operated. Cause sometimes we would trade off and he's like, no, where's mine? I'm like, oh, um, this is the last shot in the camera. You must have not hit the record button. He was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like grabs my camera. And like, I don't know if you ever played like the first Donkey Kong where like he throws the barrels in the video game. <laughs> oh he like to make a scene out of, I don't know what he was doing or putting on a show. He like pantomimes picking up my red and like pretends to throw it. And the clip off map, or it was a like clip on map box just flies over, hits the ground, filter shatter. I'm just like joking. No, dead ass. And my AC, like his, my my AC has been on like normal shoots. He's never been on like a scrap rap video. Goes up to the director's like, what the? And like kind of curses out the director. You can't just be doing shit like that. The director pulls out his wallet. He says, get the F off my set. No one can talk to me like that. Because AC and him were getting into it. AC was like, dude, you can't just like pretend to throw cameras. Like that's insane. Yeah. And the director just like pulls like $400 out of his wallet, throws it at the AC. He's like, there's your rate. Get the F off my set. So the rest of the day, I just had to like pull my own focus. And then like, that was like one of my really good friends too. And I had to call him later and be like, yo, I'm so sorry. He's like, yo, I've never been on a set like that. That's crazy. Yeah, and my filter got held and I didn't get reimbursed for that. You didn't get reimbursed? No, my, my Hollywood black magic is <laughs> left the chat. <laughs> it for sure left the chat. Yeah. Wow. That's wild, right? I mean, I have, so I have a funny story kind of talking about kind of crazy directors. So um, I don't know. I don't know if I'll name a name, but it was, it was a video that I was DPing as well coming up Someone's early Someone's going to do an internet deep dive and like put all the pieces together because we're trying to leave it ambiguous. Someone's like, yeah. it's that director. So it was like one of my first opportunities working with like a big name director um, who had done yeah i don't even know if i can say the videos otherwise they'll people will put it together yeah, yeah. but like but kind of an og in the game og in the game and i'm doing this video for him and we're shooting it inside this hotel on the hollywood strip it's uh two pistols and some i think it's just two pistols and we're shooting this music video and literally we were about halfway through and i it is now about like 5 p.m and the director just goes pulls me aside we're shooting this music video director pulls me aside it's like yo uh i gotta run and take care of some things like you got this right and I was just I've like, never heard this story, bro. You've never heard this? No. Yeah. Are you still like pretty young too? Yeah. I mean, I this is before I moved to L.A. Okay. Because I I literally like after we wrapped the video, I drove back to L.A. This at like midnight. Drove back to L.A. or from L.A. to A.Z. at midnight. Edited the video cut color everything sent it to him by like noon the next day and he was like what the fuck this is crazy and that's how i got a lot of jobs after that yeah. just because i made an impact showed but, him that you yeah but coming back to this he was just like yeah so i gotta run and take care of some things for a few hours yeah. like you got this right you good and i was just like bro what i'm not the director like i and i was just like a kid i wasn't even comfortable in the yeah. situation i was like so a young big artist it sounds and like too. he's like these are the things i need boom 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 you got it and i was like uh so i ended up like shooting and directing the rest of this video he shows up at like 11 p.m 
back like i don't know three four hours later it was like we good we like just all like yeah was part, the artist like, like yo like what was he i don't even remember Maybe the artist love, but like yeah. yeah and so then he was just like yeah so like i know i was kind of gone a while if you want like co-directing credit um you can have it it's like <laughs> wow so what if like i mean imagine if you were bad like that would have been i mean luckily he was lucky yeah. you were actually like stud and nailed it but like can you imagine if like you were just like everything's out of focus and he's just like yeah what a weird director yeah like if i did that like if i was on a shoot like i don't know even like say with kyle or whatever yeah. and i like just was like here travis direct, <laughs> directing this music video i was like hey so i gotta run yeah. travis can you just shoot this i'll be like i'm sure everyone would be like wait what why Where are you is, leaving? Why, like, dude, <laughs> yeah. it was so weird. But like, I smashed it. Video came out. It, led, sick, it led to a lot of other cool. See, opportunities, I, I didn't know but that. I remember you editing an overnight video for that director. That was that okay, video. Gotcha. I literally at midnight we wrapped, packed my car, drove to Arizona, got in at like six a.m., didn't go to bed, edited the colored the whole thing. Wow. Had it done at noon, sent it to him around like noon one p.m. and he literally was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, and he was just like this is crazy and then that led to like so many other like opportunities yeah. with them so that's wild um yeah that's crazy but i was like i've never just seen a director just leave that's set and crazy. be like hey do that so that was that was pretty wild crazy i think to story, close so. this out i have one that is really deep in the recesses that we were both on does being in washington dc in oh, july ring yeah. a bell yes how do i, I set the stage this one. this one yeah this one was repressed Oh man. You it's were hit like, up, I think, to DP. I yeah. think she was like an artist slash dancer slash director. Yeah. And like maybe me and you were co-DPing, but like we were both flown out to Washington, DC. Me and you. Technically Just it's us. an area called the DMV, which is I think Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, like in that area, right? And I remember the location was like above an imagine like a dirty dusty auto shop full yeah. of smoke and gasoline and chemicals well we're in like the dusty attic of that you have to like climb up this like little wood ladder oh yeah and like you know the term heat rises we put that to the test like the summer too we're it's during oh, the summer it is so hot in this attic <laughs> mind you the car exhaust and smoke from the auto shop Doesn't that help. never stopped working on cars it's just like rising so we're like gagging on all this like <laughs> toxic fumes and there was no water on set nope. i remember like the poor dancers they're dancing and doing their thing and they were dripping in sweat i remember you literally took Dude, your shirt off i took my shirt off on set and literally took it and just wrung it out and it like dropped which just is disgusting sweat was just like just pouring out of it it was absolutely and like dude, i remember the most brutal set experience i wouldn't even call it a. I, I mean like, was like in total brain fog i like just couldn't focus i it was just so like you know your body's just like near empty i don't, I don't even know I don't it came out. where i could find that video if it came like, out or cool shots i think her dad like made this cool like alleyway with like tubes i have so much so much and then after to make matters worse they're like right when we finished i mean you're like thank the lord she goes like we're gonna company move to this abandoned junkyard and it's like midnight i'm like <laughs> abandoned junkyard it's like hour 14 like what do you mean an abandoned junkyard and we're like yeah we gotta go shoot these other scenes i'm like what like <laughs> oh and we did yeah. dude i forgot about that i forgot about that because that's right and then oh dude that footage exists somewhere oh that'd be sick to show Oh, I mean, we'll I, have to, I, I totally forgot about it. I thought we were only up in the attic, but you're right. We went to like that junkyard yeah. and there was like barrels and stuff. Oh, yeah. Dude. I mean, we got good stuff, but like just what the lengths we had to go through to get that footage was 
just absolutely grueling. Yeah. Like the me, you know, being from the West coast or, you know, Arizona, California, like, I don't know, we're used to like dry heat, like the humidity just like kicked our ass. Yeah. Um, I, I have one last one that yeah, I want to yeah. say it's more of, uh, from the perspective of being like a, a site rep and owner of one of the mm. like locations and, and less being like a director or a DP or anything, but I've like two that kind of intertwine. This is at the honeymoon location, the, the original house that I had and owned in West Hills and I was shooting or not shooting. We had a, they were shooting a, like a fashion commercial thing funny enough the dp on it was the same guy who fried the card years mm. earlier uh, but they were there and it was for a high profile artist and high profile talent i'm not gonna name names or anything like that but we had a site rep there on site sheree uh lovely lovely site rep but she was there being the site rep and then we got we were out running errands and stuff. So that's why we couldn't site rep it. And she was doing it. And we came home and relieved her of her duties. Sheree left and we're now at the house. Yeah. And the artist, the high profile artist manager, like comes up to me and was just like, me and Chanel was like, um, we're sitting back in my bedroom. He like opens the door and like comes in. It was just like, um, who are you guys? Uh, and what are you doing here? And it was like, uh, we're the owners of the house. And he just, straight up goes oh, well you, you can't be here and we're like what like he's like yeah you can't be here this is a closed set and i was just like chanel's like chanel gets very defensive when like someone's like coming at me or being like well i mean were they like, okay with sheree being there they just yeah. thought you were some randos i think they just thought we were some randos and then when i said i was the owner of the house he had like he had to he was not expecting that he wasn't expecting it. But so Chanel goes, um, he's the owner of the house. This is his house. Like, and he was just like, yeah, but this is a closed set. Like he, at this point he just had to like double down. Like he wasn't, he had an ego, right? There yeah, was yeah. no way he was just going to be like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Like he had to, he further, wanted you to leave. He wanted me to leave and he had to further double down on his like, yo, you got to get out of here. Yeah. So he was just like, oh yeah, we, we just have celebrity talent on set. And so like, you know, we just, we can't have you here. And Chanel's like, he directs for celebrity talent all the time. Yeah, like yeah. this is his house. He owns the house. We're not leaving. And then I was pretty quiet because I can get like, yeah, yeah. I can get crazy if I'm, I feel like pretty like disrespected or whatever. And I finally told him like Chanel was doing mainly most of the talking. And I was just like, yo, we own the house. We are now your site reps. We had the lady that was a site rep before she left. We are now your site reps and we have to be here to make sure you follow the rules of our house of which you're probably breaking five or six rules right now. And I could fine you for them or I could just kick you out and shut down your shoot. And he was just like, uh, uh all right. And like, just, retreated yeah, out the room and like yeah he just wanted to boss it. and that's a lot of people in the industry they just especially want music videos there's so many camps the artist has a camp sometimes the director has a camp of people and then you as a creative or somewhere in the mix of this depending on your crew position like trying to navigate all this weird bs you know but like i had never been in a situation where someone was like trying to like kick me off of a set or in this case my own house yeah, and crazy. like boss up and say like i can't be here and it was it was a very weird dynamic and uh yeah it was kind of a weird story and um yeah dude yeah anyways um well i feel like it would be cool to have anyone listening and watching the youtube video uh 
leave in your comments. I'd love to hear some of y'all's crazy stories. Like I feel like naturally as you come up as a filmmaker, like I said, you have those victories, but you also have those like just absolute days that bring you to your knees and make you question everything. That's true. So if you got some, uh, I'd love, we obviously read the comments because that's how we get ideas for videos and um, videos and podcast episodes. But yeah, we'd love to see some of your uh, crazy stories below. Yeah, in the comments below, uh, leave a little comment, like just Tom said, like of what, you know, crazy stories you have, want to hear them, share with us. And uh, yeah, I guess also while you're at it, like, uh, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast, hit that bell notification on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you don't miss an episode. Tom, as far as like the podcast stuff of where... Yeah, I mean, I've echoed it in other episodes, but yeah, depending on where you're listening, you probably will have the option to leave a star rating and a review. And yeah, as you do that, it'll just kind of help push us up in the algorithm. So if you could take the time and you are enjoying this, that would mean obviously a ton to us. Um, but yeah, until next time, I think until that... Next time. All right, guys. Thanks for watching and listening. Appreciate y'all. It's a wrap. You already know. Sheesh.